to be honest, like I only hit the tee kind of in the last three or four years, and uh, at this stage, I couldn't live without it. Like, I believe in a little half half a sugar and maybe a little drop of milk keep it strong. That's how I love a good cup of tea. Put on another pot of tea. I started going for afternoon tea with my mom and my nana when I was really young. So I think the first time was when I was 12. I think I kind of felt like I was in a movie or it was like kind of fairy tale esque. It's not just like going for a tea, it's the whole experience. It's going in, sitting down. Like at 12, I probably felt really grown up and, you know, there with my nana and my mom and there's a whole technique in it and you go down and you like you sit and relax having your scones and your sandwiches and your petit fours and having the chats and just kind of the atmosphere and the ambience engulfs you. When I was young I seem to remember like it was quite normal but nowadays it's considered a little bit yuppie nearly as if people are trying to get back to the olden days of afternoon tea. It's nice that something like afternoon tea, which stems from just pure relaxation and luxury and catching up and social life of a different era, that it's nice there is still this hub and there's still this place of relaxation and this place where you can go and escape and have that luxury and be treated with not this idea of a restaurant where it's turnover of tables and, you know, in and out and overbooking of seats. Like when you go in for afternoon tea at half two, you don't have to leave until you're ready and you've gotten everything out of that afternoon that you wanted to get. So it's nice that, I suppose, for me, it's nice when you have so much on and you have so many commitments that you still have this sun. For me, it's always a Sunday that you have this Sunday day where you just stop everything. You go off, you know that morning that you dress up really nicely, you get your hair done, you get your outfit picked, you go on a drive, you go for afternoon tea, you completely relax and you feed into this world of luxury. And then that night you go home and you start your week again on Monday. But it's having that time out, I think that is really important. My name is Annie and I work in the Sugarloaf Lounge in Ritz-Carlton at Parascourt. We set up afternoon tea in our uh, best china and uh, we also have you know, cup saucer, side plate and a base plate. Then this, the sandwiches are served and scones are served on a three-tier plate with scones on top and then our selection of sandwiches underneath. And uh, we also serve the, uh, we put on a plate with a selection of jams, cream, butter, and that's everything on the table. Uh, we try to accommodate people in the Sugarloaf by giving them a nice view, a window table which is a nice view of the Sugarloaf Mountain and it's on a clear day you can see you know the lovely skyline and the mountains and it's really really picturesque. Well my name is Fabio Serafini I'm the beverage manager of the hotel at the same time I take care about the lobby lounge and the spa cafe inside our hotel. It's actually an English tradition that is being brought over all around the world and of course everybody liked it. I remember that Nelson Mandela used to love the afternoon tea. He used to say that the afternoon tea was the best thing that the English brought out of England. 
Then, of course, it's been uh, transformed, it's been uh, revisionated from everybody in their own way. In Ireland, uh, it's be it become a very important thing, that important that maybe people think is the Irish tradition. <laughs> I went, my, I went because my girlfriend brought me. She used to religiously go every single Sunday uh, with her mom and her sister, and I'd never been before, so she just decided to bring me one day and show me what it was all about. It was very mellow. It was good to kind of just sit down for the day and take in the whole atmosphere of the place. Um, there was a grand piano in the corner, so there was just music playing in the background and the two of us could just sit and have a chat and have our cups of tea and then look out the window when we wanted to watch the world go by. I liked the fact that you could actually just sit there and chill out for the few hours. You were kind of left alone to your own devices or chat or listen to the piano in the corner, which I thought was brilliant. The food was absolutely amazing. Like this from start to finish, from the sandwiches right to the like, cakes was great. Afternoon tea, it's lovely. It really, uh, you know, it's a very nice way of chatting and uh, meeting friends and relaxing for the afternoon. We would go to the Gresham Hotel. It was uh, the hotel for afternoon tea when I was young. They would serve the afternoon tea with all dainty little, little sandwiches and then scones and butter and jam and cream. And then they'd have the little queen cakes and they'd have all the different fancy little cakes. And they were, it was lovely. And you would sit there with the silver service. You know, the, it was really nice. I think it's just going into a lovely situation, like whether it be in a home or a hotel, and you totally relax, and there's no fuss over the meal or anything. You know, I think it's very relaxing, and you can chat and enjoy the relaxation for a while, and then if there's music playing in the background, that's lovely. Oh, honey, picture me upon your knee with tea for two and two for tea just me for you and you for me alone what I love seeing actually is an elderly couple like um, I was down in Rincastle in Leitrim and um, myself and my mum were having afternoon tea down there and there was this just amazing sight to see it was this elderly couple who probably have been married for 40 years, sitting down, having afternoon tea, having the odd chit chat, but literally just kind of embracing each other's company. I remember seeing the man was there and he was like cutting her scone, but putting the jam and the cream and she was making his tea the way he liked it with his two sugars. And, and that's what I, it kind of all boils back down to his tradition. Like that they've clearly been doing that for so many years and having, you know, so many different outings that this was their Sunday treat to go like they always have. There was no thought process to it, you know, it was just what they would do all the time and they were just sitting down enjoying it. Can't you see how happy we will be? I remember going to Harrods for afternoon tea and at the time it was quite expensive, it was five pounds, but you could actually get to eat as many cakes as you wanted, which is very difficult to do because um, you can fill up quite quickly. 
apart from one girl that I saw at another table. And she just gorged herself. I couldn't believe the amount that she was getting through. But that, that was kind of a special occasion as well. And it was fun. When I take my sugar to tea All the boys are jealous of me Cause I never take her where the gang goes When I take my sugar to tea it's just like going back to a different time when I would think that things were done really well. Like lovely tablecloths, lovely china. I never take away the gangos when I take my sugar to tea. Every Sunday Actually, I had my first cup of tea over at my granny's house and she'd been saying for, for years, will you have a cup of tea? She nearly sounded like Mrs. Doyle off out of head. Will you have a cup of tea? Will you have a cup of tea? And then once I had the cup of tea, I, I couldn't stop. Like, But I think it's it's kind of, I kind of nearly associate my cup of tea with my granny, with my granny's house, with her little bun beside it, with her slice of apple tart. And it is that kind of comforting feeling that I'll always associate with the tea and why I get the kind of relaxing and comfort and fear. Hometown I want to wander around your back streets Down those tumble down shack streets I'm going back to meet those corny country cousins of mine I, I think it's something as well that really reminds you of home. I think tea to me equals home. Um, and when I was travelling abroad, I was in Australia for two years, um, often I'd get packages sent over with nothing in them, no letters, no cards, no note, just a whole load of tea bags. And it would be the best parcel I'd gotten in weeks. I'd come home to the house and be like, guys, I got a bunch of berries and the uproar in the house, we'd be rationing them. I mean, you wouldn't be like, put them in separate cups, you're only allowed to have the berries if you're making it in a pot. You're only allowed to have a Barry's tea bag if you really wanted a cup of tea. If you're half thinking about the cup of tea, you don't get a Barry's tea bag. Just because it was such a treat to get them, because the tea bags, tea bags anywhere else in the world, just aren't the same as a cup of Barry's tea. It just reminds you of sitting at home in your own kitchen and kind of, you know, brings up those feelings of being back at home and nearly makes you less homesick when you're sitting around with your friends having a chat over a cup of Barry's. Where the garden trees are shaded That's where Edith was a lady I'm going back to greet those corny country cousins of mine yeah, When we all lived away, there was a group of about five or six of us living in the one apartment. We were all friends from home who happened to have gone to Australia all at different times we ended up all living together and that's the first thing you do when you come home from the day I mean we all worked in separate jobs so we'd gather in our apartment in the evening put on the kettle and all sit around and talk about how our day was any stories we had our plans for the night our plans for the week um, and also we'd have jokes about the tea who could make the best cup of tea and because of so many of us you knew if you were sticking on the kettle you were being roped into making tea for six but you knew how everyone took their tea one liked it strong another girl liked, liked the tea bag left in it someone was on two sugars one was on one someone was on a halfie so you'd be, you'd be knowing each person's particular taste off their tea and when the tea comes out you were judged and how you made the tea, was it good enough, was it strong enough, was it hot enough? And there's nothing more satisfying than having people turning to you and going, Jesus, it's a great cup of tea. 